spitting uh -huh. Like you ain't in my league to mention Pull out the savage written This is my aphorisms Plus I got bad intentions Call it the thirst for more And storm will have vision At times I'm on the H the Gandhi kicking So pour a cup of that life liquid That's ever so omnipresent Other times I'm on this beat Gonna catch a body mission Like Sun ain't listening Then we hit them like Sunny listen But nah, let me call my diction Hello and welcome to the Two Guys Podcast, episode 340. I am one of your hosts, Brandon Niles. And I'm your other co-host, Dwayne. How you doing today, buddy? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm doing pretty good today. We're going to kind of play some games and have some fun, do a little who'd you rather. But before we get too far into that, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, man. It's a cold, wet, rainy day in Nashville. The Dodgers won the World Series. Congrats yeah. to them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say, Mookie Betts, who the Red Sox inexplicably gave away, um, went to Overton High School in Nashville, which is like three minutes from my house. Nice. So that's cool. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. I uh, claim him. Turns out, turns <laughs> out, pretty good player. Pretty good. Turns, turns out he's out. pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Game six, Dodgers 3-1 over the Tampa Bay Rays. Everyone, I, I, you know what? I, I don't follow baseball. I don't know anything about baseball, right? And I, and I kind of like oh, the Dodgers. Oh, here we go. I'm like, ready. You know, I don't really have a problem with the Dodgers. <laughs> I kind of like them. Um, but I will say it, it's, it's interesting to me that the L.A. side of this is like they're treating the Dodgers like they're this plucky upstart, right? And not this right. team with like a massive payroll. And I'm always a little bothered like that, but like I, I get that way with the Oregon Ducks too. Like I, I, I like the Ducks and I root for the Ducks, but Ducks fans no, you are don't. often don't like, lie. you don't have to lie. You don't no, have to no, lie. I, I root for them. I'm a Beavers fan, but I root for the Ducks, but you know, um, I have a lot of friends and family who are Ducks fans and I, you know, so I, I want them to be happy, but that's the, that's the weird guy. Like I, I've never understood like the fans who um, hate the team, their family loves like out of spite. Right, but, right, but right. I know, can never do that. It just makes it awkward, right? It. Yeah, right. Like I, 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 like I'm a Dolphins fan, and I kind of root for the Bills now because um, our our buddy boss, his significant other Kristen, who's an awesome person, like she loves the Bills, and so like yeah. when the Bills do well, I go, oh, that makes Kristen happy. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> like, like I, I'm <laughs> the same way. I remember I whenever the uh, the Predators were in the uh, Stanley Cup against the uh, the Penguins. I remember mm -hmm. I was rooting for the Pittsburgh Penguins because I have so, so, a lot of Pittsburgh fans in my in my life, and I was yeah. like, and they they care way more than I do about this. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. Yeah. So I'd you rather know? they be happy than me because like, I don't yeah. really care. Like I would have gone to the parade, but I don't really care. Yeah, we we watch. Yeah, we 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 root for the Penguins. We see them win, and we go, oh good, Dan's happy. You know what I mean? That's what yeah. we do. So right, um, right. <laughs> but that that being said, um. The Oregon Ducks have kind of that same attitude. Like when when they're doing well, like people are like, "Oh, nobody believed in us. Oh, we're the you know we're like the the plucky you know downtrodden team that's you know coming hard on their luck and coming up." And they always kind of have that attitude. And I'm like, "You guys have more money than anyone outside of Alabama." Like it's, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, you get all that Nike like, money, <laughs> right? Like you just relax, relax, yeah. Relax. I've, yeah, just, I've seen your football facilities. Relax. Yeah. Just be happy you want to be happy you're good. You don't have to play this like underdog card, oh, you know? God. I always see that. You see like videos online of like Alabama and Auburn fans like in like watching like a full of an uh, iron bowl together and they're like just at each other's throat. And I'm just like, I just, <laughs> maybe it's just that I'm old, but I just can't imagine like me and my dad like going at it like that over a football game. Right, like it would I would be just hard. be like, I would, I would just be like, all right, you know what? Like, I want your team to win because I want you to be happy. I really don't care. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I really don't. That kind of speaks to the type of people we are in general, though. Like, I'm the person on the basketball court who, if somebody's like talking trash and is really excited about, it, I kind of just want to give them the ball because it seems like it yeah, matters like, a lot yeah, more to like, them. Dude, obviously, <laughs> yeah. you care. <laughs> way more about this than i do yeah it's one of a um, myriad of reasons why i've never been particularly good at sports <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it i just don't have that competitive all, fire you know it doesn't matter it's why it's why i'm a state fan because i hate duke and carolina fans they're yeah. both awful <laughs> <laughs> you are awful I, was like, anyway. I, I i do enjoy i do enjoy that like the whole time living there there was always you telling me how state was doing it was nice <laughs> 
<laughs> it was just and it was just me, right? Just Dude, you. Every, yeah, like, just you. No Everyone one cared is, but me. Yeah. Everyone else is UNC or Duke <laughs> or Penn State. Well, yeah, NC State, man. They got this kid, man. Yeah. They've got yep. this kid. I'm telling you, TJ Warren. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah, buddy, TJ Warren. <laughs> TJ Warren's not on my list, but maybe I should have done a Who'd You Rather with it. Do we? Do we want? Let's been. get into this. Let's get it. That's a good. That's as good of a segue as anything. Let's do this. Um. Can I start? Because I, I got one that I, I want to hear your take on. Let's do it, man. So we're, okay. we're, we're playing Who Would You Rather. Brandon's yeah. going to give me two players, and then I've got to tell him who I'd rather have. And f- assuming that we're going from this point forward to the end of their career. I've got a couple that are going to be a little different, but I'll, I'll explain it when we get to them. Yeah. So, yeah. So unless stated otherwise, and we can state otherwise, but unless stated otherwise, you're getting them now till the end of their yep. career. And, and yep. we're not really thinking about money um, unless we state yeah. the contracts yep. are as such. You know what I mean? So, yep. Um, yep. so the first one I have for you is an interesting one. I say, uh, would you rather have Jamal Murray or James Harden, Dwayne? Ooh, now that's interesting. Yeah? Um, how old's Harden? Harden's like 30. Uh, would, like that. I, I didn't know you were going to ask me details, man. That, that, that's not fair. <laughs> I'm not ready for these things. I don't know. I, I'm not ready for this information. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so here's the. Let's see. <laughs> He's 31. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. Um, so here's the here's the, the thing. I think I would lean Murray. But yeah. here's the reason. Because if you bring in James Harden, you're bringing in James Harden to be the guy that takes you to a title. And I don't know that Harden is the guy that can take you to a title. I think yeah. if you're going to win a, a title with Harden, he's your, like your third guy. Like he wasn't OKC, right? Like yeah. I feel like he's the guy that, well, you know. Until the finals, yeah. Yeah, well, until the finals. Exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, but that's still the case in, in, in Houston, right? Like, <laughs> like that's still true. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> Sorry um, for the shade. But I think Harden, like the kind of player that he, he's so ball dominant and he doesn't really do a ton. Like even when he was having all those assists, like it wasn't that it was like super effective to the team. Um, so I think that you want like, for the the defense to have to game plan for at least one other person than Harden, I don't think Russell Westbrook is that guy at this point in his career. I think defenses at this point are like, look, Russ, if you want to shoot twenty five footers, have fun, buddy. Like you know, knock <laughs> you, knock yourself out. Um, you put him next to a guy like Durant though, and I think he becomes way more effective, right? Sure. Like yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, but I think if you have Harden, that's not who he is. Jamal Murray, I think, is just a natural second option. And he's a killer yeah. as a natural second option. So I, for, for that regard, if I had Jokic, not Jokic, is it Jokic or Nurkic? Jokic. If I had Jokic <laughs> on my team. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Let's not do one. this. <laughs> <laughs> We've got another one. <laughs> uh, if it's Jokic, if I have Jokic. Then yeah, then Murray fits right in, and the expectations I think are what is are what makes me say Murray over Harden. Now I, the, Mar- Harden makes I sense. think is probably a a more natural scorer, obviously, than Murray is. But Murray's not far behind. The guy could put up buckets. Yeah, and and he uh, coming off a heck of a playoff run. Like Jamal Murray was fantastic. Then pretty much the whole playoffs. He he wasn't that it's streaky funny. guy we saw last year. At the, at the, towards the end of the regular season in the bubble and start of the playoffs, I would say they should trade Murray. By the end of the season, I was saying that they should trade uh, Michael, Porter, Michael Carter Jr. Michael Porter Jr. Who is Michael it? Porter What's Jr. His name? Oh, boy. Michael boy, Porter we're Jr. Off to, we're not off to a good start, it's, Wade, with the name. It's names. not going great. Not off to it's a good not start. going great. <laughs> it's not going great. Yeah. Well, my, now, to be fair, we didn't know that Michael Porter Jr. was going to come out and start saying crazy things so and start complaining <laughs> about not getting enough shots. So, Oh, my God. Uh, Michael yeah, Porter yeah. Jr. complained about not getting shots is the best that's yeah, the that's, best when he did that i'm like trade him trade him now get him out yeah it's like that is that is <laughs> willie beeman if i've ever seen it like guy gets yeah. hot for a little bit and it's like hey i need the ball you gotta yeah. let me shine has like, anyone relax ha, relax has, kid. Any, has anyone gone from kevin durant to Dion waiters in three weeks before because i feel like that was the buzz on him <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. 
That kid <gasps> ruined his own ruined his own uh, tradeability uh, with that. Like, just just <laughs> just relax. Your time will come whenever it comes. They should trade him. Yeah. Though, by the way, yeah, trade him. <laughs> trade him and sell high on Bull Bull. Both of them to package them up Ooh. and go get somebody. You know what's I like, terrible? I like Bull Bull, but you don't have you minutes. Talk you don't have Bowl minutes Bowl. to give. No, no, no. I, I, I don't have a problem with Bull Bull at all. I'm just saying, like, Denver, how many? Denver only has so many minutes to go around. Like, if you can turn exactly. Michael Porter Jr. and Bull Bull, and you're ready to compete right now, you can turn those two into, yeah. like, a legit starter. Like, do it. Do it now. So. Is Millsap up? <laughs> mm-hmm. He's a free agent? When's what? I'm sorry. Is Millsap a free agent? Oh, Millsap. Uh, I will take a look at that. Because um, I, I think that he's, he probably doesn't come back. And I would imagine Bull Bull eats up some of those minutes. Yeah, he looked done to me. Millsap looked done. He did. Yeah, Millsap He's definitely Someone's going to gonna sign him, though. I think he'll get signed. Yeah? Somebody will sign yeah. him, but it's not going to be a big money. Yeah, he's a free agent. Yeah. So he's unrestricted. Yeah, someone else, I think someone signs Millsap. Um, yeah, and Ma- Mason Plumley's up too. I doubt they bring him back. So yeah, that'll probably be your. There's your bull bull minutes right there. Millsap plus Plumley. Yeah, uh, yeah. Millsap's gonna get signed, but it, it, again, like you said, not gonna be for big money and not gonna be big expectations. I, it wouldn't shock me if Charlotte signed him. Honestly. Yeah, it'd be a great fit. Millsap would be a great fit in Charlotte. Yeah, he's probably done, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Um, I could also no. see him. Do, I I could also see him do like the David West thing and go sign with like the Clippers or Lakers or Golden State. The Clippers, or somebody. Clippers yeah. make sense. Lakers make sense too for him. Yeah, I could see him signing with the Lakers. I don't even know what the Lakers salary contract salary situation looks like though. Do they have money? Uh, if not, they have the exemption, and that would fit. So yeah, yeah. Whatever works for the Lakers. The Lakers manufacture money. They just find a way. <laughs> right. They just yeah. It doesn't matter. Right, they're, so actually, give they're, they're actually not doing oh. too bad yeah so they've got 120 the million under con yeah they got a 120 million under contract going into next year assuming davis opts in i'm not sure that, yeah i think he might go ahead and, and lock up long term i think that happens. we'll see i think he opts yeah. out i think he opts out and signs a five-year max super max deal i think that happens. yeah we'll see i i think he should so yeah I mean, he's I in the spot. He's got a title. The pressure's off, off him. Yeah, I think I think he should. All right, so I've got. I'm going to give you NFL players. Okay, I'm ready. And I've got. Uh, let's start with this one. Who would you rather have, Brandon House, Chase Young, or Miles Garrett? Ooh. So with with Chase Young, you get like um, a, an amazing young pass rusher, right? Uh, who who hasn't. Um, beat an opposing quarterback senseless with a helmet. So, <laughs> so that's, that's the benefit, right? It's a plus. That, that's a con. I mean, that's a, that's a pro. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely goes uh, in the pro column. You know, Miles Garrett's 24 and might be the best pass rusher in football. It's Miles Garrett. He's you have to take so Miles Garrett. Good. Yeah. He's so I, I, good. I mean, Chase Young's fantastic, and he's going to have a great career, and maybe he ends up better than Miles Garrett one day. I don't know, but it's not like Miles Garrett is not entering his prime right now. And yeah, I, I just—he's twenty-four years old. Like Miles Garrett has a bright future ahead of him, and he's a demon. He's an absolute demon. So, to me, <laughs> the, to to me, it's simple. You take Miles Garrett over most defenders in football right now. The demon and the predator. He's got nine sacks. They've played yeah, seven games. Yeah, he leads the league in sacks, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. They've played seven games. He's got nine <laughs> sacks. Four forced fumbles. Uh, the, guy, the guy's incredible. <laughs> they played seven games. He's got nine sacks. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a beast, man. I love Miles Garrett. He's easily my favorite Brown. Yeah. It's, yeah. Not, a, it's not a high bar to cross, but. And to be honest, have you seen Mason Rudolph? Um, he he looks like somebody you might kind of want to hit with a helmet. I'm just saying. I'm not saying. I'm not saying you should hit him with a helmet. Yeah, yeah. Not you saying probably that. shouldn't. Yeah. But he does look like a kind of guy. You'd be like, you know what? If I could, yeah, I'd he smack looks, you right across the face with this helmet. He looks very punchable. <laughs> like he just he just has one of those faces, you know. Um, yeah. Apologies to Mason Rudolph and his family. I I wonder yeah. if I need to. 
I haven't been as mean to Mason Rudolph as I have to Tannehill, so I won't I won't put him in that no. category yet. But you definitely yeah. you need to send Tannehill a card. Yeah, Tannehill goes in the Boris Diaw All Stars on this podcast. Yeah. Like people who need pe- people who who have like genuine gripes against us. It's <laughs> still yeah. And for the record, I would still say I'm still not sold on Tennessee. <laughs> they're like what are they six and one five and one whatever it is still it's out something like that yeah i i love i love our, our weekly check-in where you just continue to be unimpressed with tennessee's record i just i can't i, I, I live in nashville and everyone in nashville is yeah. losing their mind and i'm just like guys like just relax <laughs> relax guys relax um you know i it, they aren't playing the defense like I like like they did last year, so that's that's one thing that makes me think it's a little bit less sustainable. But we'll see. Um, all right, I got another one for you. Yep. Let's go a, a couple of alphas, right? Kind of alphas, and this one would have been obvious to me a year ago, but to me, maybe it's not as obvious. So I want to throw this at you. All things considered, Jimmy Butler or Kawhi Leonard. Hmm. I think I I think it's still Kawhi. Okay. I think I think Kawhi is the I think Kawhi is the better player between the two. Sure. Um I think I don't think either of them are particularly good teammates. I think <laughs> I would I would say I think in I think very Jimmy different is, ways. In very yeah, different in, ways. In, in different ways. I think <laughs> that Jimmy is probably the better teammate like in Miami, like specifically in that situation, right? Yeah. But I don't think Jimmy's the kind of guy that you can just toss around to any team and he just fits in seamlessly. Obviously, sure, right? Sure. Like, it's like there's, obviously, there's evidence. Yeah. There's uh, there's evidence to that. Um, sure. Whereas Kawhi kind of seems he's just more quiet. He's more of a quiet. I don't even know if I'd call him a leader necessarily. He's just like one yeah. of those guys. This is an argument that I've had before. Is like the leader of a team doesn't have to be the best person on a team or the best player on a team. Yeah, like absolutely. that's not normally who that that who the leader has to be. And I think Kawhi gets cast into that leadership role because he's the best player on these teams. Like I don't think he's the leader of the Clippers, and I don't no. think you're bringing him in to be the leader of the Clippers. Right? The leader is Patrick Beverly. Yeah, like that's who the leader of <laughs> honestly, that team is. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you you could honestly argue that Derek Fisher was the leader of those Laker teams. Like, you could make that one hundred percent. The second, the yeah. Now, the second time you talk about in the the late two thousands or early two thousands. Early two thousands, the leader was definitely. Early two thousands, the leader was clearly Shaq. That was Shaq's. Team. Oh, was it? Okay, okay. All right. Yeah, that was clearly Shaq's team. But those late team, those late two thousands. Yeah, that was Derek Fisher ran that team. Kobe was the best player, and Kobe got yeah. all the attention, obviously. But Derek yeah. Fisher was the engine, was the reason that team was good. A hundred percent. People will argue that that's not true, but it's a hundred percent true. Yeah. Um, I think like now the, the the Toronto team that won the title, Kawhi was probably the leader of that team simply because he carried them throughout the, that playoff run. But Cal Lowry was really like the heart and soul of that team, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. Like, he was without a doubt. Like. It, it doesn't always have to be the best player that mm-hmm. is the leader of the team. Um, Jimmy Butler was both from Miami. Kawhi's, I, again, it's Kawhi's team because Kawhi's the best player, but I wouldn't, it's just not the player he's ever been. Even when he was in San Antonio, I wouldn't have considered him the leader of those teams. That was No, Duncan's definitely team. not. Yeah, definitely not. Those were Duncan's teams, even though Duncan mm-hmm. wasn't the best player on those teams anymore. Yeah. Yeah, and and honestly, it was still kind of Tony Parker's team too. Like Duncan and yeah. Parker, like th- those were the leaders. And Ginobili, there was still and the, Ginobili. The, the, yeah, it was Kawhi still was the best player on that team, but it was still those three guys. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I I, I I thought it was interesting. Kawhi seems like the right answer, right? But there's there's just this part of me that like Jimmy's gonna give it to you every minute of every game for the yeah. entire season, and Kawhi and you know what gonna Jimmy's skip gonna every do? third game. <laughs> The difference, yeah, and the difference is Jimmy is gonna make sure he's gonna demand that everybody else give it to you every game, and if you don't, he's gonna let you know about it. That's yep. the difference. That, that's why Jimmy rubs people wrong because yeah. Jimmy but that, but, is yeah. But but that's kind of why I I there's a part of me that leans Jimmy in this conversation because of that. Like I kind of feel yeah. like maybe maybe you just surround Jimmy with people who work really hard, and maybe you'll be okay. 
Yeah. It's yeah, you're it's 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 November. You're in Oklahoma City and Minnesota is playing against the Thunder and Cat at halftime is texting which girl he's going to meet up with after the game and they're down by yeah. 8 and yeah. Jimmy Butler flies off the handle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like instead instead of instead of just chasing talent, you got Jimmy on your like you could just chase talent with Kawhi on your roster cuz he's just going to he's like the lunch bail guy. He's just going to come in and do his yeah. job, right? Jimmy, you just bring in guys who who like basketball. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> who who want to yeah. work hard and all that, and then and then I feel like you're going to be okay with Jimmy. But that's just me. Yeah, <laughs> I think you'll be. Yeah, it's like again, he just wants people to show up and do the job. That's all it is. Yeah. And if yeah. you don't, he lets you know about it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not hard. Oh, all right. I've got one. Let's. I got one for you here. All right. Um, this one was a little harder than I thought it'd be. Okay. I'm going to do some young quarterbacks. No, oh, I like it. I Kyler Murray. Strong opinion. Kyler Murray or uh-huh. Justin Herbert. Ooh. So the, you picked two quarterbacks. I did not like going into the draft for wildly <laughs> different reasons. <laughs> very, very different reasons. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I'm going to go Kyler here Ooh. because I, 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 and I, and I, I like both by the way, I, I'm not, I'm not saying anything negative about either player. I going into the draft, I thought Kyler Murray was just too small. Like, like even if you go back and listen to those episodes, like my comments were never, this guy can't play or he doesn't have an arm or anything like that. It of was course, always he's too right. Small. That, the argument was never that he doesn't have the talent. Yeah. Uh, which is different than like the things I said about Baker Mayfield and the things I said about Justin Herbert. Right. Um, so Murray can play and it just seems like maybe it just seems like maybe he's going to be able to handle it because he's, he's been absorbing hits and he also kind of knows how to take a hit and he kind of, you know, how to get down, how to get hit in the right way. Um, if that makes sense, something Carson Wentz needs to learn, but yes, uh, you know, he, he looks like a, a budding young superstar who has the running ability of all the best running quarterbacks and he has fantastic he has a great arm. He's accurate. He can make the plays. Um, he's still working on 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 going up against more complex coverage schemes. Like he's, it's still something that's working. But it's he's in his second year, so that's something that comes with time. I think he'll cut down on the turnovers as time goes by. Um, Herbert. But what I said about Herbert pre-draft was that he has all the tools that you're looking for. But I, I worried because I I didn't see. I didn't see the the moxie on the field. I didn't see like the it factor. And then more importantly, I didn't like his ball placement. I thought that instead of throwing or um, instead of throwing the ball into spots that help the receivers succeed, he always kind of the receivers were always having to catch it in the wrong spot. And that um, that I thought that I thought that that would create more narrow windows in the NFL and it would cause more turnovers. Now that hasn't been a problem for him, but I will say with Herbert. There's not a lot of tape on Herbert, and I, I, there's a lot more tape on Murray, and I think defenses have been able to adjust to Murray, and Murray's still thriving, whereas Herbert, we haven't seen that movement yet. I don't, I'm not saying he's not good. I, I, I think I was wrong about Herbert. I think he's really good. I really like him. I'd be totally stoked to have him as my, my future franchise quarterback, but he's still, there's still more of an unknown with him than there is with Murray, and that's why I would side with Murray. So you you said something there that make that is the reason that kind of makes me lean Herbert. Okay. And you said that people haven't really figured out uh they've had they haven't had as much time to figure out Herbert yep. as they have uh Kyler Murray. Like, <clears throat> I think Kyler Murray I, I I don't know that this is a fair thing to say, but I think it's probably easier to figure out Kyler Murray than what Justin Herbert does in the long term, right? Like, I think, like, if we're looking, like, two, three years from now, I think it's easier to say that defensive has adjusted to being able to keep him in the pocket more as opposed but, to Justin Herbert. But, but that's the thing. They're doing that a little bit this year, Murray, which has actually equated to Murray running more um, because he's able, he's able, because he's needing to get out sooner and he's making the right decision. And when he is restricted to the pocket and they blitz him, he can get that hot route. Like he's doing well. The only so team that's okay. really made him flustered is Detroit. But that's the thing about Kyler Murray. That's different than someone like Baker Mayfield or somebody, or some of those other gamers, or even Lamar Jackson at this point um, is from the pocket. 
Murray is deadly accurate. And that's that that's mm. the difference between he he's far more Russell Wilson than Lamar Jackson at this stage. And that's not to crap I, on Jackson either. I love Jackson. Right. I think that I think that a lot of the people had the Russell Wilson comparison when he came out. And I see a lot of that. Yeah, mostly because of the size and skill set. Yeah. Yeah, and they're both, you know, ambiguously brown. But um <laughs> Is that is that is that a thing? <laughs> it's most definitely a thing. I haven't but, heard um, that about either of them. Interesting. <laughs> okay. No. That's just, no one said that's just my term, ambiguously brown. But you know how we do okay. know how they do. Like anytime there's a uh a, a white running back, they all compare them to each other. Anytime there's a, a white point guard, they all compare him to Jason Williams. It's just what we do. Sure, sure, sure. I don't sure, know why. Sure. But um <laughs> You know what's you know I what would, you know what's gonna throw off those comparisons, right? Because normally the way it is is pocket quarterbacks versus running quarterbacks and yeah. so the, yep. the racism you really see when people like throw in like byron leftwich or dwayne haskins or guys like that into <laughs> yeah. the running quarterback category right. um uh, right. you're, you're gonna see it now somebody's gonna call josh allen a pocket quarterback and people are gonna be like yeah. whoa <laughs> i was gonna bring up josh allen i was like josh allen is, yeah. is a running quarterback but no one will say that no one ever yeah. wasn't steve young too steve young was steve young was he was he was both but yeah he was he was, was very both. much a runner yeah he was very much a runner oh my god uh, what about our, our, my good my my good friend and my favorite quarterback of the NFL, Daniel Jones? Yeah, he's, he's a running quarterback. Not a runner. Definitely yeah, he not. He, he's no, he he is a runner. He, he, that's know, the thing. He he is a runner. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm just making jokes because of his infamous play. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Poor Daniel Jones. <laughs> We're gonna get to Daniel Jones in a little bit. But both those quarterbacks are, are, are exciting to watch. I'm so glad they're both in the league, and I, I want them both to be so good. And, and I think they yeah. will be. I think I was dead wrong on Herbert. Uh, but I, I will say, you know, defenses are smart. Defensive coordinators are smart, and they will get a look at Herbert. I haven't watched enough of the Chargers, to be honest, like as far as like sat down and watched a game um, to, to know if that ball placement issue is still an issue. Uh, but it's, it's, it, clearly it's not denting his productivity if it is an issue so <laughs> yeah i think i would lean herbert but I, I don't think that says anything about kyler murray i think kyler murray's good yeah yeah i and both i don't think either answer is wrong like <laughs> you know the these these two look so far like they're going to be in that conversation of who are the best quarterbacks in the league for a long time so yeah uh let's see here let's go Let's go with multi-faceted, you know, like super triple-double machine type players, okay? Let's go. Do you want Luka Doncic or do you want Nikola Jokic? Now, I know you don't love Jokic in general, but... I don't. But those two... Uh, and you know, you know, I've... They're different and the same. <laughs> it's, this is... It's weird because this is kind. Of, it's kind of in that same vein of why I of like the whole James Wiseman versus Lamelo Ball argument for the Hornets, where it's like, uh-huh. is it easier to find someone that can do what Luca does, or easier to find someone that can do what Jokic does? Sure, like, sure. I like think that's a fair way to look at it. Like, who's easier to replace on your team? Because mm-hmm. both of them are great. But is it easier to find a big man with the touch and the and the shooting ability and the inexplicable foot movement of yeah. Jokic? Yeah, <laughs> it's inexplicable. Both um, both both of them probably need a personal trainer. Both of them definitely do. <laughs> definitely. Um, I think that's the, the, only answer, the answer with is both of them. Yeah, is if they have long term durability issues due to conditioning. Like that's a that's a that's a concern with both of them. I would think Luca would probably be better at that simply because he's smaller. Like like yeah. we know, they're big men, man, those knees and those feet, man, and that yep. back. Like when yep. it goes, it goes. Right. And like especially <laughs> if you if you're carrying twenty, thirty pounds too much, like it just makes it go quicker. This is the problem with, with Embiid. Embiid's been in the league, what, 15, 20 years now? How long's been Embiid been around? Forever? Yeah, at least. At least. He was and, shelved and for seventeen and, years and, before he started. So I know. <laughs> and he's still not in shape. Yeah. Like he's st- he st- he still isn't. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to Embiid. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think the answer is Luca. Um, yeah, Luke. I think Luca has the chance to be you know one of the best players of his of this of this era. 
Yeah. Um, if everything stays right and Dallas makes the right moves around him, everyone's talk. I've I've seen so many commentators talking about if I'm Giannis, I le- I go to Dallas, and I I I hate that so much. I don't think that helps Giannis or Luca. Um, for him to go there, um. Because they really kind of do the same thing, weirdly kind of do the same things. Luke is a better shooter and a better ball handler, but they kind of would overlap each other too much, I think. I don't think they complement each other very well at all. I don't know why we want so many ball-dominant players in one place. Like, why can't it, we it, just it, have, have stars on their own teams and yeah, just Why can't he just stay there? in Milwaukee? Why can't we do that? Yeah, why can't why he stay can't in Milwaukee? Just, just stay in Milwaukee <laughs> for the next 10 years and try to win a title. Get your statue. Yeah. Go in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, it'll be fine. can we do that? Can we do that, um, please? It'll be fine. We don't need don't need all these guys in the same places. Why doesn't Luca go to Milwaukee? Why does Why does yeah. no one say that? That too. <laughs> <laughs> why wouldn't that happen anyway? Oh. Um. But the the the, the, the I would say I would. Uh, it's weird because I think I'm wrong about Jokic and also not wrong about Jokic. Yeah, like I've I've. I've I've always said that I feel like a guy his size just can't play the way he plays, but obviously he can, right? Yeah, because he it keeps works. doing it. Yeah, he keeps. Yeah, doing he it. keeps doing it, and like it's one of those things. Like we've we've talked about these guys a hundred times before. These unicorns, right? And some of these unicorns are starting to be a little productive, at least. Giannis, yeah. um, Anthony Davis Anthony just Davis, won a title. Yeah. Well, um, well, Anthony Anthony Davis won a title. I mean. Anthony Davis won a title in the same way Kyrie Irving won a title. I'm just saying. This is very, this is very fair. This is very fair. <laughs> I just, I just, the, the lack of playoff success for Anthony Davis, that didn't go away this year. I'm sorry. It, and it, that's the it, thing it, with Kyrie. This, yeah. Next season is going to be very interesting for the Nets. Because, like, yeah. Kyrie, before LeBron got there, was a train wreck. Right. Yeah. Kyrie, yeah. when LeBron got there, they won. They made the finals and they won a title. And then Kyrie went to Brooklyn, went to uh, went to Boston, and it was a train wreck. And yeah. then Kyrie went to Brooklyn, and it was a train wreck but yeah. until he got hurt. So we're gonna see <laughs> if another elite player that takes the pressure off of Kyrie can get him back to what he was when he was with LeBron. Yeah. But and I. I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so and, I, th- and I think that's fair for Anthony Davis too. When yeah. LeBron and, leaves, we'll see what the Lakers are. Yeah, and certainly, certainly, I'm not saying Anthony Davis can't win in the playoffs. I'm just saying that question did—it's not answered at this point. <laughs> like, <it's> like <laughs> exactly. I think that's extremely yeah. fair. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so I was saying, like, these unicorns have started to be productive, and but the question still remains: Can you win a title with Jokic and and? Uh, Oh, Murray. Geez, what's his name? Kyler Murray. Not Kyler Murray. <laughs> Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. I, you know, I don't know. Murray, he's a good good baseball player. I, yeah, yeah. He can, he's he got might, a good arm. He might could play point guard. He might could play point guard. Nah, he's a little. He is, <laughs> now, now he's definitely too small to play point guard. He's definitely too strong, too small to play in the NBA. <laughs> but uh, can you win? Can those two be your best players on a title table? I don't know that the answer is no. I don't know that it's yes. The West is going to be harder, I think, next year. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, Denver's going to be a reason that it's going to be harder because Denver, you know, theoretically should be better. But Golden State's going to come back. Those guys are going to be ready to go. Yeah. <clears throat> Lakers are going to be there. Clippers are going to be there. Who knows what that Rockets team is going to look like a year from now. Um, so we don't, so it, it's hard to know, right? Like, it's, 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 it's hard to know what to think of Jokic other than the fact that he's really, really good. But 10 years from now? I definitely would rather have Luca. I think. Yeah. Also, uh, just a, as a Blazers fan, um, always take the talent over the size. Just saying, because mm. this as a Blazers fan, we've we took Jordan over Boo or we took Bowie over Jordan and Odin over Durant. And I'm just saying. And the argument was the same both times. Was you know you can find a scorer, you can find somebody on the wing, you can't find a dominant big. Just saying. So. <laughs> It's a fair point. It craps all over my James Wiseman point. Thank you. I um, I, I wanted to remind you that now now <laughs> Edwards is more the profile than than but but I will say like there isn't somebody in this draft that 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 is as highly touted as a scorer as Jordan was yeah. at the time and as Durant right. was at the time. So 
Bowie over Bowie over Jordan though. That that was. That was it makes of, sense. I, I, it, I, no, it makes sense. They had just drafted Drexler. I mean, it makes sense. Oh yeah, it had really they? Does. Okay, well then yeah. yeah. See that doesn't. Yeah, come on. Yeah, it, it makes, makes sense. sense. It's it's easy to crap on it, but it, it makes sense in hindsight. You know, during that's the time one of those things we talk about this all sense. the time with draft picks. Sometimes draft picks are dumb, and sometimes draft picks just don't work out. Yeah, right. Odin like, was, uh, and Odin was the same way. Odin was absolutely it was the same, the same way. way. Odin was not a yeah. dumb pick. Like people like to crap yeah. on that now because Durant became Durant, but that there's not a, there was not hardly anyone at the time that was saying that Odin was a bad pick. No one was yeah. saying that. And even the people who even the people who thought they should have taken Durant weren't saying Odin sucks. They were saying Durant is is extra special. You know what I mean? Like that's what they were. They, they weren't saying Odin's a bad pick. They were, you know, every single one of those people would have said that the Sonic should take Odin. I mean, every single person. You know, so yeah, if he had been there too, of course. Yeah, yeah. So no that makes sense i i agree luca over Jokic, but it's uh it, it's interesting because both of them are, are are so similar and so not at the same time right all right so what am i gonna give you here i'll give you kind of a joke but this is a joke when you don't we don't have to talk about this one seriously if you don't want to okay um, <laughs> this one's specifically for you um, oh no do you want uh frank gore or the, the, now I will preface that Frank Gore is going to get 700 yards a season for the next 25 years. Yes, absolutely, um, absolutely. He'll he'll be playing Frank- past my retirement. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Gore or Damian Williams? <laughs> uh, Gore. Only one of them is productive. You would take Gore. So. <laughs> Your but, hatred for Damian Williams is, is it's it's bordering on illogical no, at this point. Th- this is what it is: is that Gore <laughs> is going to retire someday, right? So, yeah. I, the truth the truth is, I, I I would like to not have either player and go draft <laughs> a new running back. That's what I would like to do, and I feel like Gore would get me there faster than Damian nah. Williams. <laughs> Because <laughs> if you if you if you get Damian Williams now you're feeling like you have to he's got to at least be your second back for at least two three seasons right yeah right whereas Gore doesn't care what's happening like he just wants to play <laughs> I'll give him some carries on first down he'll be good to go so <laughs> but Williams is 28 and if he follows Gore's trajectory he's got 10 more years of mediocrity before I get rid of him so Ugh. but at least Frank I, Gore was good at some point. He was Frank Gore was, and and I actually I I actually really like Frank Gore. I root for him. So, um, uh, that that one was kind of a joke. I can give you a real one if you'd like. Sure, let's <laughs> let's do a real one. <laughs> um, this is one I thought about, and the more I thought about this one, I thought it was at least an interesting conversation. Neither of these guys, I think, are elite anymore, which makes me sad, but. It's just interesting to me. Would you rather have Leonard Fournette or Todd Gurley? Oh, Leonard Fournette. I, I know that he has his own health issues, but they're not chronic like Gurley's knees are. Um, and Gurley, while he's he's been productive because he has seven touchdowns this year, he, he does not look like who he was two years ago, right? He just doesn't. So, and, okay, so, so, so this is interesting. So you're, you're out on Gurley. No, I'm not out on Gurley. I like Fournette. Like that, that's, that's the thing. I, I Gurley's someone I'm happy to have Gurley on my roster. Right. But if Fournette is healthy, I think he's one of the best backs in the league. I, I really like Leonard Fournette. He catches the ball. Well, now he breaks tackles. He, 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 he sees the hole. He's a good runner. Like Leonard Fournette is, is a very good running back that we've all forgotten is talented because he, I guess, because Tampa Bay is is refuses to admit that he's good. I guess that's the only thing I can. So that's the other. So that's understand. the other question. So then let's let's. <laughs> so then let's piggyback that one since apparently you know we're crapping all over Todd Gurley now. No, so, no. So, so how, how is that crapping on Todd Gurley? I'm that's kidding. Me I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um. So 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 you're saying so you so this is not necessarily so you're buying. Leonard Fournette. So I assume you're not buying Ronald Jones then. Uh, you know, it's hard because I, I, if you'd asked me before this season, I would have said Ronald Jones is not a starting caliber back, right? And I still, I still have not been like thoroughly impressed with him. But he, 
he's been better this year than he has been the last couple of years. So I, I can't really completely crap on Ronald Jones, but I still think Leonard Fournette's the better back. I think he's better than Ronald Jones. I think he's better in pass protection. I think he's a better runner, and I think he's a better receiver. Now, Ronald Jones has run really powerfully, and he's hitting the hole a little bit more than he has in years past, and I think that's what he's doing. I think he's kind of following that Deuce McAllister route where Deuce McAllister went from this like scat back to this power back. And I think Ronald Jones has tried to make that transition and I think it's going well for him, but I, I, I have a really hard time admitting or even considering the idea that he's a better back than Leonard Fournette. So I, I think we're going to continue to see as long Fournette's been hurt. And that's one thing that people forget uh, is, is Fournette has barely played. And when he's played, he's been at less than a hundred percent. So I think that, as Fournette gets healthier, you're going to see him do far more of what he did just recently against the Raiders, where he caught six balls for 47 yards and gained 50 yards on 11 carries. Like, I think you're going to see that type of work a lot, where he gets 10 to 15 touches supplemental to Ronald Jones and is more productive with it. So the, so the, the question isn't Fournette. The question there, in, at least for Tampa, for this season at least, is... Well, I guess it's a it's a good problem to have two productive backs, but so, yeah, so, and for that's so on a one year deal, so you know, right? He's so playing, he probably he's definitely is not there a year from now. Yeah. yeah. So the question then is like, so then like, one, why did they bring him in? But two, like, how can you not continue to give Ronald Jones the ball? Yeah, Ronald like, Jones has you, played well enough. I I think I think what they're going to do, they're going to continue to use both of them. I I think that's all that that what we're going to see. I think we're going to see, they're going to continue to use both of them. Some are going to have better games than others. Um, Ronald Jones is going to get a lot of two down work. Leonard Fournette's going to get a lot of third down work. I think that's what you're going to see. I, and, and I think it'll work. You know, nowadays we're in a, we're in a league where most teams employ some sort of a two back situation. And so I, I think it, this is just a very potent two back situation, at least at yeah. the time. Um, I, again, I, 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 I'm still a Ronald Jones doubter, but I'm, I'm running out of ammunition for that doubt. Um, it's some guys, it takes me a while. You know what I mean? Like, like Aaron Jones, <laughs> I think, I think it was like midway last season before I, I was like, okay, I'm out of arguments for why this guy isn't good. He's just good. <laughs> so Ro- <laughs> Ronald Jones, I still have a few arguments, even though they're getting thinner and weaker. <laughs> no, no, I think, it, I think that that makes sense. Brandon hates Todd Gurley. That's what I heard. <laughs> that's that's where we somehow Fournette versus Ronald Jones is what we talked about when you mentioned Fournette. Um, yeah, I just I, you know running backs when they go they go, and yeah. Gurley may not be done. Um, he's only twenty six, and Fournette's twenty five. He'll be twenty six in in January, but he he sure doesn't look like the back he did two years ago, and he didn't look like yeah. the back uh, last year. And so I, I like Gurley. I'm going to keep Gurley, but I'm just more bullish on Fournette. So I would keep Fournette. That makes sense. Uh, let's see. Which one should I give you? Let's give you a couple of, of supplemental complimentary wings. All right. So All right. do you want, want Jalen Brown? Mm. Who'd you rather, Jalen Brown or Chris Middleton? Ooh, I love me some Jalen Brown. Yeah. Um, I I think ooh, Chris Middleton though. Middleton gives you more on offense. They're both good defenders. Middleton, I think I don't know how old Middleton is, but Middleton's one of those guys that probably looks older than he actually is. Mm-hmm. Like Middle, Middleton looks thirty eight, but he's probably only like twenty seven <laughs> or twenty eight or something like that. <laughs> I need to I need to write the ages down. I I, I came woefully ill ill prepared for this. So. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> um, Middleton's twenty nine, but he he looks forty. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you go Jalen Brown. Jalen yeah. Brown is like. That's a that's that's a that's a weird that's a a, a secret or a sneaky tough one, because mm-hmm. I think they both kind of do the same thing and then also different things. Yeah. Like when in that playoff series against the who they lose they lost to the Heat they got beat by the Heat or oh, the Raptors who they lose to this year. Uh, which which one? The Bucks. The who they lose to in the in the playoffs this year? 
Oh, see, you co- you coming at me with all these like you're asking for all this like information <laughs> that I didn't come here with. I don't even. It's terrible. I can't even remember. Like it was like a month ago. Like, I, I know. I, well, because they both they lost, they in, both the heat, lost I'm pretty in sure. Yeah, they both lost in disappointing ways. You know what I mean? Um, Boston, uh, Milwaukee lost the Heat. Yep. Yeah. Um, that that game. What was it? The game four, the one where Giannis went out. Like Middleton took over that game. Right, like, like they won that game, a game they probably should not have won. They uh-huh. took that game over, and it was because Middleton led the way. Yep. Now, can Jalen Brown does that? Has can Jalen Brown do that? Has Jalen Brown done that? Yes. But I, I, if we're talking just now to the end of the career, I think the answer is Jalen Brown. But right now, like for next season, I think I'd rather have Middleton. Right, look, yes. like if, if if I'm going into a playoff series next year trying to win a title, I think I'd rather have Middleton. But five years from now, I'd rather have Jalen Brown. So I think the answer is Jalen Brown. Okay, all right. I think that's fair. I, the, the age discrepancy is big. Twenty nine to twenty three, or about to be. Tw- yeah, twenty nine to twenty three. So yeah, see, because Brown, that, that Jalen is Brown is he's he's still pretty young, and I think again he's gonna play another decade. And at the end of his career, maybe he is Chris Middleton, right? Like, he's like yeah. that guy that you just, like, oh, like, oh, crap. Like, Jason Tatum's out tonight. I got, and he can do that. He has done that. Yep. But it, for right now, like, it, especially for Milwaukee, a team trying to win a championship, it's like the thing with Portland. We were talking about perfect fits for Portland. Like, for next year, Portland, like, Middleton probably makes more sense for Portland than Brown does. But long term, yeah. I would much rather have Jalen Brown, I think. Sure. Although, let's be honest, both of them would be amazing fits in Portland. Both of them would fit perfectly. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> um, their numbers are eerily similar from last year. The only real difference is Middleton has him in all the shooting percentages and in assists. But outside of that, like they're they're all they're eerily similar numbers. So interesting. Yeah, Middleton's probably the better offensive player. But I think a I lot think of that fair, has though. to do Jaylen with Jalen Brown. He's it, definitely the the Swiss Army knife. Chris Chris Middleton is is a three and D who can who can score off the bounce, which is which makes yeah, him a good absolutely. player. Absolutely, and yeah, and J- Jalen Brown, I think probably makes your team better overall. Probably simply because, that like you sense. said, he's just like you say, he's a fit Swiss Army knife. He can do most things. Yeah. <clears throat> I'd go brown, but that's but that's that's a, a a a more interesting thought than I probably would have thought of. Nice. Um, we got time right, for I'll a give couple you a, more. I'll give you a joke one and then a real one. Okay. Um, <laughs> here's a joke one. Who'd you rather have? Now this is I'm not gonna say for the rest of their careers, but for the next let's say three seasons, you have to have either one of these whole units. You have to keep every one of these guys, okay? Okay, all right. <laughs> Would you rather have the Panthers' defensive line or the <laughs> Bengals' offensive line? <laughs> oh, oh, that's the Panthers, and it's it's not even close. Like <laughs> that Bengals' offensive line is so bad. That's the yeah. thing with me. I don't know anything about offensive lines. About being good, I can't spot a good offensive line, but I can spot a bad one. Like it's sure, easy to sure. know when it's bad. <laughs> yeah. the The thing is, uh, and I'm just I'm just counting holes. That's what I'm doing, right? So the the Bengals have a potential long term left tackle who hasn't looked it yet, but at least has the chance in Jonah Williams, and they have um, maybe a starting caliber center in Trey Hopkins. And then holes at both guard positions of right tackle, right? So that's that's the thing with the, with the Bengals is they really only have one player that I would look at on that line and be like, that's a, a piece for the future, right? Mm, yep. Whereas Carolina has Derek Brown, who looks like he's yeah. definitely a piece for the future, right? He's a and piece. then I like Derek Brown. And then Quan Short's been hurt for two years, so I, I I'd be yeah, hoping again, that Short gets healthy. I'd be hoping. Yeah, but that's the th- right? people have been. I've been Panthers fans have been saying that. Wait till Short gets healthy. It's like, but is he ever gonna get healthy? No, like, yeah, I feel he like he's been not. hurt for five years. Yeah, he may not. But I'm saying at least that's hope. At least there's some hope there, right? Like, and then uh, you know Brian Burns and Yatur Gross Matos again teaming with upside. So to me, Carolina has the potential to have a good defensive line. It's just it's just really young. I mean, you look at. Uh, it, three of their four best players on that line are in their first or second year. So yeah, that's fair. Uh, 
so I, I, I think Carolina has a lot of potential to be really good up front, whereas Cincinnati, I think, needs help. You know what I mean? I think Carolina That's could fair. gel, get healthy, get better. So to me, that one's easy. Oh, well, look at you. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. All right. That wasn't a real wasn't, one. I'll give you a real that one. That wasn't a dig. That wasn't a dig. I wasn't, no, I wasn't no, I, no, it joke. was a compliment. It was a compliment. I said, I appreciate it. That was oh, a compliment. Good. Oh, good. I thought, I thought you meant I was digging you. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. That was a good one. Um, all right. So here's a real one. And this one, I'm going to switch it up on you a little bit. So this is going to be three guys. Okay. Okay. And we're going to do what I've called sign trade cut. One of these guys oh, I, you have oh, to I sign like to you have to sign to a long-term deal. One of these guys you have to trade and one of these guys you have to cut. Okay, okay. I, I like it. And 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 by the way, I love your mixture on the rules here. I feel so vanilla that I've come in with with uh with all just my normal ones. I love your change-ups here. These are great. This one is going to be and now this one may be easy for you cuz I know how you feel about at least two of these players. We've not really talked about one of them very much. Uh-oh. <laughs> um sign trade cut, okay? DK Metcalf, Calvin Ridley, and uh Terry McLaurin. Oh boy, two uh three guys I was wrong about. I love it. Um <laughs> I thought about this one way longer than I'm probably comfortable admitting. I thought about this a lot. (laughs) So so let me start. None of these are wrong, right? They're all, they're all good players. And I, I I could make an argument for any combination here, Um, but I'm going to surprise you. Okay. Uh Oh, I'm, I'm going to cut DK Metcalf. Why? Why would you cut DK Metcalf? Oh, this is wrong. This is absolutely (laughs) the wrong answer. (laughs) So, so DK Metcalf, I was wrong about him. He's very good, and he and he and he has the upside to be even better, right? Um, yep. He also has one of the best and most historically efficient quarterbacks in the history of the game. This is true. And, and so, if any of these three players are bad in another in, in another environment, it's DK Metcalf to me. If if one of them will struggle in another environment, it's DK Metcalf. They're probably all good. Right, but um, so you're you know, okay. It, so your argument basically is so you, okay. So what you're saying is that the quarterback that he's playing with, basically, if he has Washington's quarterbacks, is he as good? I think yep, that that's sense. my argument. Yeah, and, and maybe he is. Maybe he is. But I'm saying we don't know. Whereas we know Terry McLaurin can produce and be very good with nothing at quarterback. Like, that we makes know sense. That. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. So, so I'm keeping Terry McLaurin for that reason. Um, I, I, and again, going into the draft, Terry McLaurin, I, I think I said he's a great guy to run down the field and drop the ball, which is kind of like <laughs> what I said about DK Metcalf, except I said DK Metcalf would be so bad he couldn't get open. So yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> three guys I've been dead wrong about, right? Um, so, so McLaurin has impressed me with his route running, which is something I didn't think he could do coming out of Ohio state. I just didn't think he had it in him and he gets separation and he runs excellent routes and his hands have been far more steady than I expected. And he's doing it with Kyle Allen and Dwayne Haskins and case Keenum. And it's just awful quarterback play. And he's been able to produce on an awful team. And he's been able to produce as pretty much the only guy the defense is keying on. So um, I, I'm going to keep Derry, Terry McCorn for that. And then Calvin Ridley, I'm trading because I don't know if his value will ever be higher than it is now. And I think mm. that you can claim that perhaps his numbers are inflated a little bit. If, if you're, if you're nitpicking him, I'm not saying this cause he's good. He's clearly good. I was clearly wrong on him. Um, mm-hmm. but if any of these guys is solely inflated by numbers, Atlanta's throwing the ball a tremendous amount because they're always behind. And yeah, that's fair. Calvin Ridley and Calvin Ridley is only kind of getting full attention from the corners. Um, he's not getting doubled as much. He's starting to, but Julio still draws a lot of attention on the other side. Um, so putting Calvin Ridley into a position where he is the, the by far the number one receiver needs to make plays and on a team that's winning and isn't throwing the ball 500 times a game. Maybe he's maybe he doesn't look as good. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe he's great but maybe he doesn't look quite as good in that situation. So that's why I trade Calvin Ridley to get all the value I can. I think that makes sense. 
That's 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 a solid explanation. This was my thought. Uh-huh. Um when I, I think was any order this. is right, by the way. I think any order on these three is right. <laughs> I was thinking of these three, which one of them do you think right now probably has the most trade value? Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. Maybe Metcalf, maybe Ridley. I would say Metcalf. Yeah, perhaps. I mean, Ridley's numbers are better and he's coming off better games. Like Metcalf just had a stinker. So I wonder if that's fresh in anyone's mind. But, um, but Metcalf certainly has a, a, a lot of trade value right now. People love DK Metcalf. So it's possible. So that was my thought is that I feel like if I am, if these are the three guys I'm thinking about for a my make believe team, um, Metcalf probably gets me the most in return. Yeah, it's very, very possible. So I would say I would trade Metcalf. That would be my thought. Although I probably like him the best of these three. I would trade sure. him. I would sign Calvin Ridley. I think Calvin Ridley is good. You I, said I, that before I, I, the season, and you were right. Yeah, I, I, I would sign Calvin. I think Calvin. I think at the end of their careers, Calvin Ridley is probably the best of these three. That's just me. Um, and then I would cut Terry McLaurin. Not to say anything bad about Terry McLaurin. He's been good, but yeah, yeah. Um, but I thought, yeah, I thought way longer about that than I thought I was going to. I thought about that for about twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, no, I, and I think that's fair. It's a tough, it's a tough, it's a tough one because those all three of those are good. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, that's a good one. All three of those guys are great, and I like the mix. I'm gonna have to remember that the next time we do this. Yeah. So I've got uh, one. So, I've got another one of those that's kind of the same. That's the same way. Okay. If we have we're, time, we're we'll running, get, I'll, do the, I'll do the next one. If we we're, running low on, we're running low on top, so let's rapid fire it, okay? Let's just do like a, a couple sentences on each, okay? Okay. Okay. Fred Van Vliet or Malcolm Brogdon? Brogdon. I think Fred Van Vliet is going to be a little bit of fool's gold for whoever signs him to a big deal. Yeah, I think that's fair. Brogdon just had reeks a good of, season, too. So. Reeks of J.J. Barea to me. Yeah? yeah. Um, Bam Adebayo or Rudy Gobert? Ooh, that's a tough one. So Utah's got a big decision to make up with that supermax for Rudy Gobert. There's no yeah. way I'm paying Rudy Gobert $180 million. It's just not happening. <laughs> it's just not happening. <laughs> so take the money out of it. Take the money. Assume both of them. I don't, well, this isn't, this isn't my, yeah, right? this, that, that's not factoring into my decision. But I'm just saying that they've got a decision to make there. And I'm not. No. No, sorry. <laughs> um, it's Bam. I think Bam does more. I think he's more athletic. I think he's better offensively. And I think yeah. he's, you know, not nearly as uh, the quietly surly guy that Gobert is. Gobert seems kind of like a whiner. Like every year that Gobert <laughs> doesn't make the All Star team, he complains. Every year that yeah. he doesn't win Defensive Player of the Year, he complains. Like, just shut up, Rudy. Like, you're fine, buddy. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Give me Bam. Um, how about Pascal Siakam or Jason Tatum? God, do we know any Boston fans that listen to this? They should turn it off. <laughs> both young, both young alphas. <laughs> I'm taking Siakam. Yeah, me I'm too. Sorry. I love Siakam. I know, I, I know Jason Tatum looks really, really good, but I, I just, I love Pascal Siakam. I'd yeah. rather have him on my team for the next 10 years. <laughs> uh, OG Anunoby or Robert Covington? Covington. Covington, Covington. is kind of like, like a poor man's Jalen Brown. He's a Swiss Army knife. You could put yeah, him on the team. He, he comes more. off the bench as your seventh guy. Like he's he could be the seventh guy on a best of uh, like the like first or second guy off the bench on a title team. I would yeah, nice. I'd uh, like Devin him for Portland Book. if you can somehow if you could somehow pry him away. Oh, uh, that's my dream, man. Covington and Portland is a dream for me, and I feel like it's <laughs> possible. I think that's why it's a it's dream for possible. me. It's possible. I don't know what it would possible. take, but I do think it's possible. Yeah, it feels that way. So, um, Devin Booker or Brandon Ingram. T- two guys I'm not extremely high on. Um, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, uh, Devin Ing- I would take Brandon Ingram. Devin Booker just screams to me, good stats, bad team guy for his entire career. Just what he, what he feels like. Don't know if yeah, you're ever winning I get a that. title. I, I, I think I said to you one time, I was like, over under number of titles, uh, number of finals that Devin Booker plays in at .5. And I, I think I said... 
I would take the over because he's going to end up on a title team with the Lakers as like the third best player. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, Demata Sabonis or Joel Embiid? Oh my God. How are you going to that? How are you not going to give me a half hour to discuss this one? Um, <laughs> you have 10 seconds. <laughs> so I've got, so I've got, you know, three more good years of Embiid or another uh, decade of Sabonis. Give me Sabonis. Yeah, I think that's fair. And then this one's just, I, I thought this one would be fun. So this is my last one. Tyler Hero or Trey Young? Trey Young. I, it, 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 Miami wouldn't do this, but if I could, I would, I would sell it. I would trade Tyler Hero today. Yeah? Okay. All right. No, that, that's cool. I love it. I love it. Miami won't do that, but that, I feel like I would, I would sell extremely high on Tyler Hero. Yeah, he's, he's, he's your trade option in the signed trade cut? Yes, he's definitely my trade option. Trade high on Tyler Hero. All right. Those are all mine. All right. I'll, I'll shoot you a couple. I've got a couple of more. Um... Actually, I have three more, but I'll, I'll give you my three real quick. Okay. The, the two, of the, two of these are jokes. Um, okay. <laughs> from right now to the end of their career, right now, would you have? Would you rather have Tom Brady or Baker Mayfield? Oh, Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Tom, Tom Baker Brady Mayfield's like, like twenty four. He's like twenty four, and we'd rather have the forty year old guy. I would, Look. I would, I would do the same. I would take yeah. Tom Brady. because <laughs> at least, at least with Tom Brady, you got a shot at a Super Bowl, right? With Baker Mayfield, you're in this like, you're in this like purgatory where you should replace him, but you don't for five years. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm gonna that's call the it thing. the Mark Sanchez. Yeah. Oh, the Mark Sanchez or the Gardner Minshew, like the guy yeah. that you really no, should replace no. but feel like you can't. No, Minshew's not going to be that. Minshew's gone after this year when the Jags finish <laughs> with the third pick and take Fields out of Ohio State. Yeah, that's it. Oh my God, we're gonna okay. So we're gonna get to Minshew here in a second. The second one I've got. <laughs> um, this one makes me sad, but I also thought about longer than I thought I would. Would you rather have Antonio Brown or AJ Green? Oh, AJ Green. Yeah, just get Antonio Brown out of the building. Like, I don't care if Brown can come in and do a ton for my team. I just don't care. I don't want him in my locker room. It's crazy that Tampa signed him. It's crazy. It's it's crazy to me they signed him. Yeah, I. Yeah, I to me like like Antonio Brown. I want him in a um, getting the help he needs. I don't want him in my locker room. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I've got another one more. Uh, these sign trade cut guys. Okay, and these are three quarterbacks who should probably not, maybe not be on their teams anymore. Um, <laughs> Gardner Minshew, Sam Darnold, and Daniel Jones. Oh, okay. Um. I'm going to sign Daniel Jones because yeah, I, I, I like to think that maybe if I give him some protection and a better supporting supporting cast, maybe he'll continue to develop like we saw a little bit last year. You know, yeah, I'm going to trade. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to trade Gardner Minshew, hoping that somebody's all in on the mustache and and ho- somebody wants to sell tickets and gets excited. So that I'm going to trade Minshew. And then uh, I'm going to cut Darnold. Now, Darnold, I don't necessarily think doesn't. Ha- I, I don't think necessarily it is terrible. Like, I've always been very meh on Darnold. I think that's always been my stance on him, and it remains that way. But I just think Jones has a little more upside, and I don't think Darnold has the trade value Minshew would. You see, that, that, I kind of thought the other way. I kind of thought, I thought Darnold would probably have more trade value than Minshew. You don't think oh, so? Oh, maybe. I, I th- yeah, well, I thought so. Maybe. Um, because you could sell him as, you know, he was a high pick in the draft. He's got all this pedigree or whatever. Like, he just needs the right situation. Minshew was just one of these guys that just kind of came out of nowhere, played, I guess, good enough to start. I don't ever think he did. But um, <laughs> I, think, um, I think going into next season of those three, Daniel Jones is probably still the starter. Are those other two guys still the starter there next season? Probably not. I think... I think Darnold may get traded. I think it would make sense. Um, or, or maybe he gets beat out in camp by whatever quarterback they draft with the first pick. So, yeah. <laughs> I, honestly, Jets, I mean, <laughs> the Jets are definitely, ta- they're definitely taking uh, <laughs> a quarterback. Number one, it's probably going to be my, <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. If Trevor Lawrence comes out, he's been kind of floating the I, idea that maybe he I won't. saw that. I saw so. something that is like he's hinting at going back. Why, Trevor? Yeah. 
I know you don't want I, to be a Jet, but why? I think he's I think he's checking to see if Adam Gase gets fired. I think that's what it is. No, I, I in all seriousness, <laughs> um, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. But sure, if you want to, maybe maybe he just doesn't want to be a Jet. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. But if I were if I were the Jets, I would um, call Trevor Lawrence's dad and be like, hey. I'm just curious. We're doing like a little local news story. Like who would be Trevor Lawrence's favorite coach? I'm just curious. Like just spitballing here, you know? Yes. Just, yeah. You know, it's like, who am I? Who am I? Oh, I'm just assistant general manager with the New York jets. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Just, just uh, this, a question. This is for my second job, writing a, a puff piece for the um, Jersey Gazette, you know? So, yeah. Uh, oh we'll, we'll, we'll see, but I, yeah, Jets are taking a Jets are getting rid of Gase and taking a quarterback. Like you can bank on both those things. That's definitely what's <laughs> going to happen. Definitely what's going to happen. Um, and and there is a little possible. Do you remember when when Drew Brees was a bust and the Chargers drafted Philip Rivers and yeah. Philip Rivers sat behind Brees for a year and Brees was really that. good. <laughs> I very vividly remember that. I do so. There, there is a, there is a world where that happens. So, but we'll see. Where they take Lawrence and sit him behind Brad, behind Donald until they realize mm-hmm. that it doesn't make any sense that he's behind him anymore. Yep, I could see that happening. I think that regardless of whether or not they keep Donald, I think they definitely taking a quarterback with the first yep. or second pick if they end up not having the first pick. But they will. It definitely seems like they're going to. That team is so awful. It sure <laughs> looks like it. <laughs> Good lord, that team's bad. Oh, so that's all I've got. That's okay. it. Uh, well, well, we're good. We went an hour six, so that's good. I was worried that we uh, wouldn't have enough of these, and it turns out we had way too many, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, any final thoughts before we go? No, man. Let's keep, let's just you know, let's keep this moving. With uh, football season still going, I think the NFL has decided that we're playing, regardless of whether or not COVID <laughs> is a thing. Just- They've just, just gotta, they're just like, they're just like COVID is here. We're getting positive tests. We're doing the best we can. We're not, we're not changing the schedule around anymore. It's way too much work. That's what it is. Yeah. That, there's like, we're just, we're just, we're just moving with it. Teams get positive. I love it. It's, it's even like, they've just kind of, I think the, the Panthers announced this week very quietly that they put three players on the COVID list. Yeah, I was like, Houston wait a minute. Did it wait today. A- yeah, yeah. Yeah. Houston did it today. Said they're shutting down the facility for right now, but. Really? Yeah. Like, wow. So yeah, we're funny. Just, we're just like, you know what? We're just, just, just we're just going on. <sighs> so College funny. coaches are catching it left and right. Yeah. There was a player that tested positive in the middle of the World Series game last night. We're just moving yeah. on. Yeah, and then <laughs> celebrated with the team like you do. <laughs> um, so, all right. So I'll Stay say safe for out you. there, everybody. Yeah, be safe and keep pounding. I'll say it for you. Keep, oh, yeah, keep pounding. That's my thing. Is that my new catchphrase? Keep it's pounding. Been, it's been a thing. We've got, we've got, um, uh, settle down, um, listen, <laughs> and, uh, and keep pounding. That's it. Keep pounding, man. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, before we go, let me just mention it really helps us out if you go to iTunes, subscribe, and leave us a nice review, so please do. That about does it for this week. You can find us on Facebook, download us on iTunes, Stitcher, check us out at twoguyspodcast.com. You should also follow us on Twitter at twoguysdwayne and at twoguysbrandon. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next week. It's that infinite, fill in the gap synonyms. Extract minerals, twist it and dash cinnamon. Flavorful, neighbor sniffing from the kitchen. We cooking up that supreme wrap and then we dish it. Yo. Your attention's on the fire. Cause on the mic, I call experience. Behind the giant.